pressure. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Kelly, compulsive eater, restrictor, and bulimic. Hi, Kelly. Um, I have also recently been contemplating adding the qualifier codependent eater, but this is the first time I've said it out loud, because um, I just find that... <laughs> oh, wait. Can I flip this over? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, great. That makes me feel much better. Okay, um, because I'm really finding more and more how much my food and my impulse to take in food that has nothing to do with what makes my body feel good is like tied to what I want other people to think about me and like how I want other people to see me. Um, so I'm just experimenting with saying that out loud because I have not before. Um, I'm feeling nervous. Um, I think the longer I'm in recovery, the more nervous I feel about speaking because the more I feel like I'm supposed to like have all of these answers. And I recently spoke in another meeting in another program about humility, and that was like two weeks ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm still thinking about humility. Like humility is still the theme that's up for me. Like I should be like past this and like on to a new thing, um, which. Hilariously, the solution to is humility. Um, <laughs> because like everyone in this program is thinking about, at least so much of what I have heard in this program is about humility and coming back to humility over and over and over again. Um, so I just want to open with asking my higher power to bring humility into my body and bring grounding into my body and help me to share whatever is going to be healing for me to share and healing for the people in the room to hear. Um, a little bit about what it was like for me. I identify primarily with like restrictive behavior. Um, and I know that that is not everyone's story. So I actually don't think I'm going to focus that much on that piece. Um, but my relationship with food is one of obsession. Um, and when I was the most in my eating disorder, there I had a lot of obsession with how much was allowed, what variations, like just this constant state of being in negotiation in order to have as much as I possibly could while also making myself as small as I possibly could. Um, and really, more than it was about the food, it was really about being in control and being out of the present and being, like trying to escape discomfort by giving my brain something to do constantly. Um, and I like recognize, I just have this really distinct memory that really embodies my eating disorder for me, where I was walking to the dining hall when I was in college, which was like really kind of when my eating disorder in its like diagnosable form really peaked. Um, 
And I had read up the entire menu online and remembered what all the calories were and was like puzzling together all of the different combinations I could do that would still be within the calorie count that I was like allowing myself, which was quite low. Um, and I realized that 99% of my mental energy went towards thinking about food. And I was like, huh, I wonder if everyone feels that way. Um, turns out apparently they don't. Um, I've learned since getting into this program. Um, yeah, and so that was, around that time, I also had an experience where I felt terrible. I was super depressed, I was really miserable, and then I like ate my a meal and was like, oh, I feel way better, and was like, oh, okay, this is, I'm actively detracting from my quality of life. Went to a therapist and kind of like snapped out of it pretty quickly, um, or thought I did, and it turned out that it really just transformed um, and for the next several years, my fear of scarcity became really the driving force behind my eating disorder um, in terms of like, I feel like I can't afford food, so the only food I will feed myself is the food that like kind of makes itself available to me. Um, and that lasted for a couple years um, in various forms. And then I, thank you. Um, started another program that looks a lot at relationships and I very quickly realized how much my relationship to others is bound up in my relationship to my body and I think that's a lot of what I want to talk about today is like <clears throat> this relationship to my body is mine and I have spent the last 27 years trying to give it to other people and being like, can you just like deal with this for me, please? Um, and it turns out that like other people have their own bodies and probably have relationships to their bodies and don't want the job of dealing with my body. Um, and as a woman in the world, as a person in the world, but in my experience as a woman in the world, giving the relationship of my body or with my body to other people, I don't get back a very kind relationship. I don't get back a relationship that is nourishing and loving and like focused on what it actually means to like care for her. I get back a relationship that's really like, what does she look like? What can she do for me? What is her function? Um, and recently, like, I just completed a yoga teacher training, which was a struggle and a miracle. Um, and in that process, I really uncovered how deeply I relate to myself as a sex object. Like, the purpose of my body in my narrative that I have, in, like, taken in from the world around me is this is as worthy and therefore I am as worthy as however many people want to have sex with me. Um, and right now, like literally the last like two weeks, I would say, um, something is shifting there in a way that feels really deep. Um, and it's really scary. And like right now in general, I'm dealing with a lot of insecurity. Like my insecurity is very loud. Um, and I can't tell what it's bubbling up from, 
And that's actually kind of making me realize, like, oh, maybe this is just here all the time and just seeking somewhere to slot in. Like, wherever it can find a little sense of nervousness or, like, a hole or an emotion or anything, it just dives right in and is like, oh, this anytime anything is unpleasant, basically, my insecurity is like, let me help, and sneaks its way in um, and just really undermines me and, like, sinks me into a lot of shame. Um, and I think historically, a lot, a lot of that shame has lived in my body. And I mean that in a lot of ways. That, And this is, I think, one of the things that I'm really exploring in a very present tense way and like really curious about. Um, so I mean it in that like it's lived in my body image. Like I've felt shame about how I look and whether that's desirable. And I've wanted to really externalize my desirability and my okayness. And that has looked like, you know, chasing physical attention, chasing relationships, chasing approval from my partner or whomever, um, chasing approval outside my partnership. But it also looks like chasing approval from my yoga teacher training and being like, I need you to tell me that my yoga practice is good enough. And when I'm not getting the affirmation I want, just like fully rebelling and being like, well, fine, then like screw you. I don't need you in your way of doing things anyway, which has resulted in me straight up just like not exercising for the last year. Um, because in my relationship to this yoga teacher training, I was so resentful that I needed to like do work that involved my body and someone else was telling me what to do with my body and I was like so afraid of like, oh, but if I do the thing that someone tells me to do with my body, like it's codependent and it's et cetera. And so I just didn't exercise for a year. And there's like a lot there that I think I'll get to emotionally. Like I don't, the rebellion thing is like another layer. Um, but the piece that, I'm really encountering now is like now that that external pressure is off, I prayed around exercise and I was like, I want, I asked for the willingness to like exercise for my own well being. Um, thank you. And I've like exercised for like 10 days of the last two weeks and it's come out of nowhere. Um, and it feels like such a miracle and I'm so scared of it. Um, because I'm so afraid to take an action that could be an action that someone in the external world might put on me and put on my body. Like I don't trust my own ability to like bring exercise into my life in a way that's safe um, is something I'm uncovering. And I think that like that was a long segue, but to tie it back to the shame, like I don't, trust my ability to do really anything. Like, I don't trust my ability to work this program. I don't trust my ability to do my job. I don't trust my ability to listen to my body. And that is what I'm finding this access to so slowly and it feels so <sighs> miraculous and sweet and scary and full of sadness and grief that like, There's this whole part of me and this whole relationship to myself 
that I've just been like pushing aside because I didn't think I was good enough to have it and to hold it and to do it myself. And there's just like a lot of mourning about the time that has passed and the experience of loss um, of like what I've put my body through because I just didn't trust myself with it. Um, and I trusted a bunch of other people who gave me absolutely no reason to trust them with it instead. <laughs> um, and the other piece, the piece that feels really mysterious is really thinking about how does that shame live in my body? Um, and like, how does it, I've been going through this whole journey around my digestion and seeing a nutritionist and like a lot of it has been really powerful and really helpful. And then there's also part of it that's like, it doesn't actually seem to matter that much. I mean, to some degree it matters what I'm eating, but like within like the nuances of the healthy foods and like, is it hot or is it cold or whatever? Like I'll have days of like, I know that I'm making these choices in line with my higher power and it still doesn't feel good. And like, what if that is something else? Like, what if that, and this is like out there and I feel really nervous talking about it because it's literally just coming up for me, but like, what if what's happening in my, like I'm such a strong believer that trauma is stored in my body, but much like my relationship to my higher power where I've been like, yeah, like I can bring my higher power into all these places, but like not my digestion, like that would be weird and random. I believe that trauma can be stored in my body, but it's like really feeling like this totally new area that it could be stored like in my belly, like in this part of me that is literally made to process what I am taking in. It like actually makes a lot of sense that like if things are emotionally getting stuck and not processed and like, I'm breathing and letting go of how awkward I feel about talking about this. Um, like what if that stuff, those experiences of not trusting myself and of trauma and of like letting in these experiences that weren't safe and weren't healthy and weren't nourishing when I wanted them so badly to be just like I want sugar to be nourishing in a way that it's just like never going to be. What if those are in there upsetting my body? And like, what does it look like for me to relate to my body as like more than this object that is either doing a good job or doing a bad job of processing whatever is going on, whether that's my food or like my physical experience or my emotional experience? like. What does it look like to be in partnership? That was one minute, yeah. What is it like to be in partnership with this whole being as a whole being and not like, here is my brain and it's over here and here is my spirituality and it's over here and here is my food and it's very separate from those things and it better not get in the way of them. And like, how does it feel to have my food nourish those other two things and to have those other two things like really nourish this beautiful, mysterious, strange thing that I am housed in. Um, and I just really want to ask my higher power for 
to show me what that looks like because I don't think it can come from my mind alone. Like I think the very nature of it is so integrated that I, all I can ask for is to experience what it looks like. So thank you.